All right, welcome to another episode of the Two Fit Podcast. That's right, I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And we are the Two Fit Guys. That's right. Jake, are you ready to get high? <laughs> Who says I'm not already? <laughs> <laughs> On hemp. Oh, not hemp, hemp. Yeah. See, hemp I thought before this podcast episode, if you would have asked me that question, I would have said, isn't that what you get high on? But come to find out, it is not. It's definitely not. You do not get high not on Not supposed him. to, anyway. Yeah, not yeah. supposed to. Explain who we had on the show today, because this, this was an episode a long time coming. Fairly controversial topic out there. Very hot topic. Hot topic, indeed. Yeah, we had on um, Alana and Amber, the Holistic Help Hemp Company, it's here in Fort Worth. Sisters and co-founders. Sisters and co-founders, yeah. Kind of an interesting backstory. They both, both got burnt out. Um, just in the corporate world and decided to basically rebel against the system and start a hemp company. Yeah, very interesting story. Very encouraging story. You know, from kind of, they both went through multi-levels of school, like, you know, undergrad, MBA, CPA, all that stuff, and uh, found hemp along the way. They <laughs> sure did. Decided a few to other things. join forces, and we dive into some of that, some uh, psychedelic talk. Um, what else? What else we get into here? Yeah, we get into uh, the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely get into the weeds on on the marijuana business, the marijuana, um, basically the landscape and where it's where it's been, where it's going. Uh, but not only like you know just marijuana, but CBD, hemp, the the health benefits of it, the legalization of it, uh, the pros and cons of that. Uh, we get into even things like holistic health in general. I mean, skincare to uh, acupuncture, um, to a few different things. So, yeah, it was really enlightening conversation. I mean, just when you think you have an idea about a supplement or a substance, like, oh, yeah, it's the it's the cannabis weed. It's only got two things. It's THC and CBD. Well, that's not <laughs> that's not exactly uh, all there is to it. You know, this whole, what, what, is, what was the new system we found out about? The endocannabinoid system. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, or what they were doing with the livestock, um, how we used to put actually the cannabis weed in our livestock feed and now you know we have it for years so i don't know it was a really really interesting conversation yeah for sure liked hearing their personal stories and their you know uh, interactions with hemp and how it benefited or i should say cbd and the health benefits they experienced as well as some of the health uh you know feedback they're getting from their clients mm-hmm. and uh, so we dive into a lot about about that so enjoy What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Two Fit Podcast, and we actually have our first guests within the man cave, the new podcast studio here in Fort Worth. We're pretty excited about it. Yeah, um, another another local company. And it's a pretty interesting topic. We've been actually wanting to talk with them about it for a while now, um, so we're really really excited about this. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Could could you would you mind introducing yourselves, just names and everything, so people can kind of associate, uh, sure. you know, the name with the voice? Sure, I'll go first. I am Elena. I am one of the sisters and co-founders of Holistic Hemp Company. I'm the younger one by a year and a half, <laughs> and the blonde one, if you know us. Does she lord that over you? <laughs> right. Um, I grew up in Fort Worth. We're Catholic school kids. Um, went through all that education. Went to school for economics. Um, spent three days in the nine to five and realized I hated it, quit that, and then just went on a long strew of other employments that led me to hemp, which we can get to. <laughs> yeah, we'll in get a to minute. that. We'll get to that. Yeah, um, I'm Amber. I'm the other sister, I'm the older one. Um, 
Yeah, me too. I was in the whole corporate life doing what society told you you should be doing to have that great job. I was a CPA, decided I can't do this anymore, walked out of that, and there came the industry <laughs> after that. So Yeah, so how, how does that start? How does, because Elena, you're a real estate agent. Yes. And then we have a, a, an accountant, and now we're in the <laughs> hemp business. <laughs> how does... Yeah, um, you're just both two rebellious children yeah. from Well, she early was. On. I was the good one growing oh. up. Yeah. Um, no, it's kind of a big whirlwind of lots of things. Um, the hemp industry is nothing but lots of factors and complicated. And I think we got into it. Economics showed me the potential market, I think, of the hemp industry mm-hmm. and how much it could do for all the economies, including Texas. Um, same with Amber. She had the CPA appreciation of numbers. But in our own personal lives, we're personal supporters and activists for marijuana. It should be legal. It helps people. It's just a plant. Um, So that got our attention. We were always watching the market, watching states like Colorado who were taking leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. Um, And then, yeah, hemp got our attention because hemp was something non-psychoactive and that could help um, a lot lot more industries and people. At the same time. So the interest in hemp happened when you were still both in your jobs, but y'all found it like together. Y'all, y'all were both mm-hmm. like kind of discussing yeah. it. And yeah, and exactly what was this like happened. three years, four years ago, five Probably years ago? Probably about four or five years ago is when like the interest peaked. And then um, I finished my CPA, got the good job that you're supposed to get, <laughs> that everybody tells you you're supposed to get. Um, and I was miserable. I mean, I crashed. And so when I say crashed, it was like 28, hit the wall. Um, you hear that story a lot, just complete burnout. Um, and that's what happened. So I got, I got really sick. And that's, I had always been a proponent of cannabis and hemp. Um, I personally used hemp and CBD on that journey back to health, along with a lot of other things um, to kind of get myself back there. But that's how I really found it and started that passion was my personal journey with getting sick and finding a natural solution that was amazing. I mean, just amazing. Um, and with that came an entire lifestyle switch to not just, just hemp. I mean, it was, we inundated ourselves with everything holistic that we possibly could to learn about from hemp essential oils to Reiki healing, energy healing, to acupuncture, diet, to just yeah. everything that food is huge. Um, so that's kind of the whole approach. It's hemp and it's everything else holistic too, is our mindset and focus. Very cool. So you're not missing tax season right now. No, at all. no. <laughs> I was never got into tax. That was actually the part of the exam that I continually failed. That was oh, no. the last part that I had to pass before I got my license. And I was just, oh, that was horrible. I did it. <laughs> but I, I don't miss that life yeah, yeah. or that lifestyle at all. It was just. No, we joke that we have no lives. We work every hour of the day, but it's. Y'all know it's different when you're nodding the nine to five mm-hmm. cubicle. Yeah. It's yep. different. It's, it's an adventure every day. What, if you could take us through a little bit of that burnout, like hitting the wall, what was that? Ex- mm-hmm. Like, was it 16 hour days? Was it, Your you know, mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can talk, tackle yeah, both we of them. Have our uh, own you know, what, what were the, was it a slow ramp up? What were like the physical and mental ramifications of that? Like, what was that experience like? That's so crazy. Cause it was right around that. Yeah. I was 20. I want to say I was 28 when it happened or 20, yeah, 27. And I had just passed the CPA and I worked on it for years. You know I mean? You go to, I went to school for it. It wasn't what I wanted to, it wasn't my dream job or what I wanted to do, but it's what was going to make me enough money to live comfortably. And I was okay with that. And so I worked so hard. I mean, it was always two jobs at a time, full-time jobs, 
and then I'm the kind of person that likes to have a thousand side projects too. So it's not just you work two jobs, but I've got side things going. We call them distractions yeah. sometimes. <laughs> and so I liked working under super stressful environments. I mean, that was just my personality. Right. Um, and so when that burnout hit, it was like I say, I hit a wall. Like I could not function. Um, everything fell apart from getting up to going to work in the morning was hard. My diet was horrible. <clears throat> I just, I physically, my body said no more. Like, you can't run at this pace anymore. You're treating your body like crap. Um, You think about the food you put in your body and the chemicals that surround you every day that you don't think about, and you're running at that pace. Um, And so it just, it hit me. It just caught up. I was diagnosed with onset ulcerative chloriasis. Um, You see it's, it's an autoimmune gut inflammatory issue. And it was horrible. Um, I had a friend that went through it years before, and so I was terrified of what I was about to have to deal with and go through. And it, yeah, it ripped my life apart. I had to, I had to quit the job because I couldn't burn through all my sick days, and I couldn't get up to go to work anymore. So, shit, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, we just bought this break, you know, this house, and just kind of got to that point, and I couldn't do it. Like, done. The job was gonna kill me. The pace. I was around some pretty horrible people when you get into mm-hmm. those just corporate environment in general. Um, and yeah, I just, I had my own weird string of personal experiences. Woke up is what I say. I mean, I really woke up. Maybe some psychedelics helped along the way, but I saw things for what it was. And I said, nope, time for a lifestyle change or I'm going to die at like 30. Like I was ready to jump off the bridge. So it was one or the other for me. Um, I had been involved in cannabis and hemp as a passion and just knowing it was coming to Texas. And that's when I called Elena and I said, I'm done. Like, I'm going to walk out. Do you want to do this with me? And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's how it's, that's how it started for me. And then I dragged her into this whole rabbit hole and that's how it started. I mean, it was the scariest thing I'd ever done in my life because the paycheck wasn't coming anymore. Like it, yeah. the security had stopped. And then it was, you know, what do you do when we built this completely by ourselves and on our own? Um, but I'm so thankful for that burnout. And I hear that a lot from people who like go through it and when they get to it on the other end, but I'm super yeah. thankful. Cause so just, I was going to say, so like timeline wise, Lenny, you're going through a burnout at the same time or are you just watching your older sister uh, go through this? And then, well, it's funny. We weren't actually friends at all until, I guess four years ago. <laughs> We're only a year apart, so we also grew up like in a bedroom sharing and hating each other. Oh, so yeah, then we like, like <laughs> went to college and professional lives kind of like not paying attention to each other mm. a whole lot. I went through um, grad school, got my MBA, got my master's in economics. Those are supposed to promise some alluring jobs. Well, that did not happen. And I also realized working in a bank crunching numbers probably wasn't going to satisfy me. Um, So I taught college for a couple years. That was super satisfying, and I loved it. But you can't make any money there either. So I was the youngest college professor that was also hustling waiting tables on the side. Mm, (laughs) Not sustainable. Um, So then I went into real estate, um, and I was extremely successful at that, extremely fast. Um, I think I'm just a fairly personable person and again I understood numbers I don't know and I'm in DFW it was the fastest growing metroplex it's kind of hard to not do well in real estate but I quickly learned in real estate kind of like Amber that 
the traditional work environment just wasn't going to satisfy me. Um, the mindsets of a lot of people in traditional work wasn't going to satisfy me. And I butt heads a lot with coworkers on just, on just lifestyle. My lifestyle is very different on what we enjoy and um, follow, I support alternative medicines and lifestyles. And so when she was going through her burnout, I had been sick since for a long time too on the back burner. Um, I've had digestion and stomach issues since I was a kid, like to the hospital in pain with a, as a kid, and there was never a solution. But at this, nobody was talking about diet either <laughs> the entire 28 years. Um, I had skin issues my whole life. I've gone on every acne medicine in the world, and none of it worked because I don't think that was the root problem. So I went through a different avenue of the medical world with no answers either. Um, and then, yeah, about 28, we just, same time, we're like, well, these jobs and this big money doesn't add up to anything yeah. except being sick and an unhealthy lifestyle. So Yeah, and it was just constant for us. So at that point... And, <laughs> and our little brother started taking CBD hemp oil a few <laughs> years before we found it to help with some of his... Um, Anxiety. anxiety and ADHD yeah. every it was helping him and he was buying some poor Crappy quality stuff. product <laughs> and mm. that really pushed our focus so was yeah. was CBD and marijuana cannabis was that step one out of the burnout I mean was that the first thing that everybody turned to or it was my I mean it was our immediate we knew that we had yeah. our next step I mean that was what I had to help me like yeah. through the anxiety and the pain Mm-hmm. But then on the other level, as far as health goes, it was all food related yeah. as far as getting through that burnout for me and getting back to health. I mean, Very cool. It's it's ridiculous when you think that a lot of these things can be solved by what you put in your mouth and people just do not Have that get conversation. it <laughs> and don't get it. Um, I think um, hemp for me um, and then it was extremely alluring too for all the different aspects of life that we were unsatisfied with. We were unsatisfied with work so you know that environment we're polluting like crazy hemp fixes that we're 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 eating terrible hemp's a superfood we're medicating people to death (laughs) hemp fixes that we're our populations are overflowing with (laughs) marijuana related charges so it's just all these things bundled up in one yeah that hemp started touching a lot of different parts of our lives that we realized could Mm -hmm. really be beneficial to turning that around and getting through that burnout um, but yeah, it's just, for me, it was food completely changing my lifestyle, finding yeah. holistic doctors, doing a whole new approach to wellness. Um, that kind of got me through it. So what were some of those key like strategies or, or do you feel like you got the most out of whether it be like certain supplements or diet related changes? Yeah. Geez. You know, what were, um, what it, were a couple like the big key, takeaways? Key takeaways. Key takeaways. It was so when you're going through it, I was so, it was so blurry. Like when you're trying to get better, I feel like it was a two year journey. From Probably just a lot of testing too, right? So much, testing yeah, and implementing testing and, and testing. It's hard because a lot of these holistic doctors don't take insurance. And so you're so used to, and we're so used to this insurance based system where you go to the doctor, you get a pill and it fixes you. Well, that just doesn't work. And it, and people know it doesn't work now. And I saw it firsthand. Um, you know, I, that was my first step, you know, go to the doctor, he'll fix me. He'll tell me what I have. When they diagnosed me with this, all they said was, you know, here's a bunch of pills, have fun, live with it. You're going to live with this for the rest of your life. Don't worry about that cheese pizza and that beer you had 
that's not affecting you. And I'm going, what? <laughs> like, I know it is because I'm in the bathroom after this and it's yeah. not fun. Like something isn't right. Um, so it was, I knew personally, no doctor told me, no Western medical doctor told me this. I mean, I knew it was food and diet. And so, and I think that's an important point. Cause we, a lot of people we deal with, that's a really hard pill to swallow to like take control of your own health. And yeah. like, I understand you're going to seek advice and opinions, but nobody knows your body better than you do. And if the doctors aren't telling you something that resonates, you, you need, need to question to say, yeah, You need you to need stop. And this is happening all over attention. the place. And I mean, we hear it so much because we're in the marijuana hemp industry, but it, this was so different on a personal level that I was blown away that nobody could help me. And so, crap, this was all you. This is mind over matter. I mean, this was mind-body connection, mm-hmm. really taking those steps to do it. And so allergy tests, I mean, food reaction, allergy tests, you hear a lot of these people talking about them now, but that was key for me because I was so freaking scared to put anything in my mouth because I thought I was going to die. (laughs) You know, like, am I going to be in bed for the next three days? If I eat this, what's going to happen? I can't go to these meetings and nobody knew what was going on. I mean, I couldn't go to Don't these exactly meetings and talk run a about your digestion and tell them, hold on, I might have to run to the bathroom in two hours. It's <laughs> so I have the stress of trying to keep a straight face when I literally want to die inside. And so food tests were the biggest thing for me to start out with, you know, getting your blood work done, seeing what you're reactive to. I but mean, this my isn't God. generic blood work that if you go, because I've had, been to plenty of doctors in my run, and they run the blood, and nothing's there. That is not blood no. work. You need to <laughs> you need really to investigate what, what do you think is going on, who's your specialist, and what yeah. are these extended blood test panels that you should be checking? Because the, the blood test panels, they're not, they're not going to find yeah, and a lot of insurance problems. companies aren't going to test for or you know approve no. a lot of these things that you exactly. really want to test for. You've so, got to go outside yeah. lab with you know, and, and and that's so there true. Are and budget of them out is there. the biggest problem. Like yeah, the average person can't afford yeah. that, and that's a big um, that's a that was huge. I mean, so I went from living in eating out every day all the time because that's what you do in America, especially when you're on such a busy schedule and trying to run a business. My whole life was that. Um, to finding out I was reactive to chicken and black pepper and all these weird things that as I was eating healthy anyway that I thought I was on the right path but it completely shifted everything so I mean I followed these strict diets for a couple months um, which then triggered anxiety and turned into a year because I was too afraid to touch anything that was bad Um, so there's a lot that goes on with it the food was huge I you know I'm still I'm taking another food allergy test in a couple weeks just because it's an every two year thing kind yeah. of for people who have these issues and you really do have to stay on top of it. Things change. You have to continually answer to what your body needs. Um, you added, you started at the same time as the food test, adding in a lot of, that's when we started adding herbs, personal and herbs and supplements mm-hmm. into our diet beyond hemp oil and essential oils, which we were always kind of doing. Yeah. But probiotics, like something yeah. easy, like. But then you have to be careful about which products, probiotics right. you buy. So, I mean, you really have to be careful about where you source your supplements. And, and you all know that. I mean, you take the time and the effort to source amazing things. And um, you have to eat organic and non-GMO. That was a huge, another big switch. And so when I say it's a lifestyle, it's saying goodbye to your old life because you're not going to go to those restaurants anymore and things right. are going to be different and finding new paths to heal. Um, acupuncture was another major step that I had to incorporate into healing that I think everybody should be looking into and doing it 
I can't even begin to describe the benefits I've gotten with acupuncture. Um, but yeah, there's just, it's a whole, it's not just one, it's a whole nother lifestyle right. movement. You have to get up and exercise and you move. have to move. You have to move. <laughs> Our society is so used to sitting. I mean, we're just, and I, I do it. I sit in front of a computer for six All hours, day. eight hours. Yeah. Hours. yeah. It's hard to avoid these it's days. It's so you know? hard. But yeah, we don't move. Our bodies are becoming stationary and it, it, it's just, you have to take the initiative and as hard as that is in this busy lifestyle you have to take the initiative to get up and move and be healthy and to research all these things yourself your doctor can't tell you what probiotics are right for you they can help you if you've got the right doctor but ask questions and stop putting the shit into your body (laughs) it's a a joke to me that we are still doing this that we still have mcdonald's line the streets and stop yeah (laughs) everything is convenient society you know yeah I like that you started with blood work, though, or, you know, talking about that as such a game changer because, you know, is it expensive? Can it be? Sure. You know, we worked with a company called Inside Tracker before that they're great at like, you know, third party blood blood work. They can test for a host of things. Wellness FX is awesome. Um, And, and, you know, the money you spend, you know, you may spend upwards of a thousand bucks on like a full workup. But like you said, it, it can eliminate a lot of the trial and error because it can give you the framework right away like you said a lot of people think man if i'm eating grilled chicken on top of my salad that's super lean and clean right and then you turn out you're allergic to chicken like and you wonder why your stomach's still hurting every time you eat it but you don't know Mm -hmm. so yeah i think the blood work is an awesome start and it's almost one of those things like it 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 pays to save up and do it you know it saves you so much time and and energy and pain yeah did you ever do any of the skin tests beforehand i've not done the skin tests um like I do the muscle reaction tests. I have one holistic doctor that's been doing those with me, which mm-hmm. is fascinating. You know, you hold something and she pushes your arm and you see if it yeah. it that, but not necessarily the skin ones, which ones. Um, so I used to work at an allergy clinic for a few years and we tested everybody for like environmentals, like trees, weeds, grasses, oh, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But we had a lot of people come in for foods as well. Um, but no matter what, if they ever got tested for food, he was going to send it out for blood work anyway. You know what I mean? Cause you can't mm-hmm. really tell how allergic you are to it. Yeah. If just by scratching it on your skin. But the only reason he would do that as well, just how screwed up our medical system is, he would have to to test them to whatever food they wanted first on the skin so the insurance would cover the blood work on it. You know (laughs) what I mean? But you're still paying a thousand dollars to see him and go through that test, just Mm -hmm. have your insurance cover the blood work versus paying a thousand dollars to run a full blood panel. (sighs) It's the the money and and we can't afford it. I mean we literally can't. When I was going through everything, when the crash happened, when I learned what anxiety was, you know, people always, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you don't understand it until you have it. And I never got it until the burnout happened. And I thought I was dying one day and went to the emergency room twice. It happened twice. And I had insurance, you know, I mean, I'm insured. My husband's insured. We have good policies. And it's a joke. Go to the. I went to the um, ER because I thought I was literally having a heart attack and dying. You know, all they do is tell me, "Oh, you're having an anxiety attack. Send me on my way." And then I get these bills for four thousand dollars that I'm still paying off. <laughs> I cannot pay this shit off and live Easy. my life yeah. and heal. And it's crazy that the system expects us to keep going this way because the pills aren't going to. It's yep. it's not going to help. Nope, but a plant can fix it. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> and yeah, it grows yeah. really easy and Okay, complete. so let's yeah. get into that. When, uh, let's just define some stuff here. When you say like hemp, what what is hemp versus marijuana versus so, CBD, THC, everything? When we're talking about hemp, we 
and it depends what state, what country you're in, and what just what person. Like you're what asking. mental state? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> both. Um, but it is not the tan bracelet around my wrist or uh, uh, that, necklace, no, right? That, that is th- hemp. That, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, no, <laughs> no. Because that's want to. I think people associate hemp with all these, these so, other things. So hemp for us is the cannabis plant that has less than 0.3 THC, or I mean, just. Bear, that's, yeah, that's amounts definition. of THC. It doesn't make you high. This is the stuff that, yes, you can produce wonderful CBD hemp oil from this hemp, but hemp also gives you a million other things: the the bracelets and the necklaces you're wearing, the t-shirts, the sheets. The it's a construction material. It's a it, it's an agricultural crop. That's hemp. So how is hemp made? Okay, so it, mm-hmm. I have a mar- I, I don't have one here, but <laughs> I have a marijuana plant here, right? Mm-hmm. How is hemp made from this plant? So the, remember when we were in, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but remember <laughs> when we were in high school and the biology classes, you have the different genus and species, X, Y, Z, of the different plants and animals. Mm-hmm. Cannabis sativa L is the monster plant, is the plant. But then you have the different varieties of cannabis, the marijuana variety with THC that gets you high, or you've got these varieties over here with hemp with different components that don't get you high. It's just, it's like marijuana is to dogs, and then there's all the different types of dogs. That's where you get the marijuana variety or the hemp variety. You've got cannabis that's over the plant. Yeah. And when they say cannabis and marijuana, they're speaking of like THC, high THC, psychoactive. That's really what everybody refers to now when they say marijuana and cannabis when people refer to hemp they're referring to like those bracelets and agricultural products but then they're referring to hemp oil which is what we have which is and it's it's not grown for psychoactive purposes it is grown for cbd hemp oil cannabinoid production um, which has a ton of medical properties um, Does that kind of answer the question? Really it, well, confusing. and it's extremely confusing because it's just a plant. Like it's our <laughs> rules and our laws that are giving it all these different confusing meanings. Yeah, but the plant, the plant is different. Like this plant over here, plant A could be high hemp mm-hmm. concentration, mm-hmm. right? And this plant over here could be high and CBD. Uh, CBD or. Well, hemp is the CBD is coming from the hemp, right? Right. Well, well, interesting part. CBD is present in the marijuana version with THC that makes you high. It's that CBD component just at a lower there, level, in a much yeah. lower yeah. level. That's mm-hmm. not the focus of the plant. But then when you branch over to the hemp, you can just start getting those elevated CBD or the components you're trying to find. Yeah, in the male hemp plant. That's <laughs> it's all based on percentages and the, the extraction and it's. And it's plant genetics. Confusing. I mean, yep. there's so many varieties of these plants now. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, but, but it's all under the family of cannabis. cannabis. The yeah. cannabis T-V-L. plant. Okay. It's the cannabis. And then you have female and male version of the plant. And male is the hemp version. Cannabis is okay. primarily female. Okay, so the hemp is the male version. Mm-hmm. And the cannabis is the female yeah, can version. You right? Say that? I can, yeah. I don't even know if that's <laughs> a fa- fa- fair Is this scientific? Is that, <laughs> is that scientific? Um, hey, I'm good with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's, let's roll with it. Keep I'll going. Let's roll. That's the hard part. Is, um, yeah. And then, like Elena said, it's really the laws that make it so weird and. And then because it's under the family of cannabis, right? And then you have you have laws that themselves are a little confusing. So now you're talking about interpretations in different areas, and people just so do y'all feel like the people who are um, making these laws actually understand you know this stuff and what they're talking about? Not at all. And I mean, um, 
some maliciously, some not maliciously intended. Yeah. It's just the nature of a complicated beast like yeah. hemp. But I think... But I think we're getting into the... And the industry changes so quick. And oh, there's yeah. such a time lag between laws. When they're making the laws, they've learned new things in two years before yeah. anybody's yeah. thought but twice. There's, But now, I mean, there's so much information out there. You can go online. You can Google anything. So I think even the lawmakers and everybody's starting to figure out, okay, this is yeah, not... Yeah, there, there's really not a veil of misinformation no. here. It's out there. Yeah. We just... Y'all need to read it. It helps people. <laughs> there's a, there's is a legitimate medical purpose for this. People are starting to see it and talk about it. Um, gotcha. It's being challenged in federal court right now. You know, we love Alexis Portel. She's fighting um, Jeff Sessions against it. Yeah, Texas girl. She had to move to Colorado to be able to get THC cannabis oil because she needed it for her seizures. Um, she's incredible. She's an inspiring story. Everybody should look her up and support her. I mean, because she's going up yep. against the federal she's government. She's our own refugee. That's a Texas refugee that had to leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. To Could you mention her name again? We'll Alexis, put, put that stuff yeah, in the show notes. Or Alexis too, but... Bortel. Okay. That's her name. Cool. Um, yeah, support we'll... her. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's in there right now. And we're hoping, everybody's hoping that it's good that the judges realize that yeah this is medicine and in you have this family this girl and it's not just one it's a bunch of people right. that can't travel and go and do anything within the united states because they can't leave state lines because of their medicine right. um that's what you start getting into and the, on the marijuana side on the marijuana on the- cannabis side um with thc oil so she's really fighting for the thc oil not yeah. medicinal like marijuana in she's fighting for all of it yes mm-hmm. same oh, everything so for okay. her and for a lot of what the medical marijuana pushes she needed thc oil which is marijuana oil hemp only cbd only oil works for a lot of people but a lot of people need something further than that and that's the medical marijuana that stopped her seizures that she had to go to colorado for and like cbd only doesn't work for her it 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 just doesn't doesn't work for a lot there's a lot of people it doesn't work for and we just want people to have on the bigger on the bigger scene when it all shakes Mm -hmm. out Everybody needs the option to take whichever oil works for them. I mean, now what is what are the camps like? For is there a camp that says, "Hey, we real this this is a joke." Like the hemp just needs to be legalized everywhere because this is truly just a medicine. It doesn't have psychoactive, you know, properties. This is a beneficial herb. And then does that camp differ from the one that says make it all legal? Like, is there a camp that's just fighting for hemp versus and, and that says, "No, no, you don't need to make marijuana recreational." Yeah. It's just the hemp part I, that make, you, know, argue, you make recreate or you, usable. Yeah, yes, there are. there's people on all sides of the argument. Um, or would you say most reasons, people are like, let it all just, just let it come, happen? Come yeah, yeah. Um, that's I, where we are. We're full plant legalization and supporters. There, and mean, there was, um, I think, last year's Texas poll, and I don't know what you believe anymore. Who's counting these things? Who's the fact checker? Jeez. Um, but who, whose poll is it? That's yeah, what it is. that's what it feels like in America today. Yeah. Um, but last year, Texas showed over ninety percent was in favor of marijuana legalization to some effect. Everybody's different on what, but the overwhelming support, even in Texas, um, two thirds of the U.S. population has actively voiced and voted their support. Majority of states have. <laughs> Illegal, have some form of marijuana program in place, whether it's running yet or not. Yeah. So I think the general public is just let it come. Like, yeah. let the big brother, come on, let it happen. But, but yeah, there are two camps, just like with everything. There's economic gain if you don't legalize marijuana to keep it illegal and to keep profiteering off everything else. There um, are some industries that will, as we all, I mean, that are going to hurt real bad when 
yeah, when all this is legalization. Done. What are some of those industries? Um, well, the alcohol industry, Coors, Coors. I saw them an article this yeah, week. Nervous. They quoted, oh, really? yeah, legalization is a severe risk to our industry. Pharmaceuticals, the healthcare system. I mean, and everybody knows. And, um, agricultural hemp, that just livestock feed will shift. Building materials will shift. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 shifting sometimes scares people in economies, but you're shifting out of an inefficient place. Like you're shifting into a better commodity that is way more profitable and will supply way more jobs so let the shift happen for hemp yeah Yeah, i heard uh joe rogan talking about hemp one day and he was saying that basically those plastic grocery bags that you have could be made out of hemp and be totally biodegradable so even if they're polluted or not thrown away completely it's not not actually polluting all of our it's just all of our oceans cheaper apparently than making the plastic ones our oceans are filled with plastic every I read another study years ago that humans from all the different countries were tested, and we all had plastic in our systems. Yeah. Because you can't get it out of the water. And and like you said, plastic yeah. bags. You go to Subway, you get a plastic bag. What is the point? And yeah. you can make it out of hemp. But that Subway bag, it's just, it's there forever. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the conversation is huge as far as, like, legality yeah. goes and everything. They just need to just let it be. And then... It's just massive. But I think um, I, I think we will see quick changes. We will see hemp um, processes happen before we see nationwide, coast to coast marijuana everywhere, um, because it doesn't make you high. People can make money on it um, in lots of different ways, and I think it's the less scary way. Mm-hmm. We'll see hemp develop first. Um, I hope they put it back in livestock and animal feed because a huge reason we're all sick right now is when they took hemp and marijuana out in the 30s, they took it out of our livestock feed, too. Really? And when yeah. they were eating it, they were getting the proper nutrition and passing it to us when we ate them. I had no idea about that. And, yeah. and so they were, putting, they were putting hemp in cattle feed. Mm-hmm. Really? It was an extremely common because it's a superfood for them, too. And the animal's body responds to hemp and cannabinoids mm-hmm. just like us. So they're, they were curing that deficient when they were fed it, and mm-hmm. now it's just not in our diet system at all and you see on the grocery shelves the hemp seeds and the hemp milk and Mm -hmm. all that i mean that's all industrial hemp food that they are making just into superfood and that's amazing i mean everybody needs to be yeah so Mm -hmm. can you provide some clarification there like how is it that you know if we want to test different vegan proteins right for a product Mm -hmm. or something we can get hemp protein you can get like you said you can get hemp milk Mm -hmm. why is it that we can get these like conventional consumer products but we can't get the oil. What's the what, hemp, what? Why is the hemp oil such a weird thing? Yeah, like yeah. why? Are, why are you seeing it in the stores, like hemp milk, but you can't buy? Like you're not seeing hemp oil in the stores. So it's still well, and like you said, do the lawmakers even understand the rules? Three or four years ago, nobody was really talking about CBD. That's a new thing, in, and it's not new. Government's known about it forever, but that's a, like a new thing to the general public. So you have these hemp milks and hemp seeds that are from hemp produced from hemp with less than 0.3 THC. Then you have these internationally. I mean, it's all like pretty much grown international because that's why you've seen it on grocery store shelves for so long. You couldn't grow hemp here. So, I mean, you you get that from Canada or China or whatever and bring in the hemp seeds. So those are made from one variety of hemp. And then when you come around to the hemp oil, they're just different varieties of the hemp. So you have these different plants that have been by nature or bred scientifically to have higher components of different things. That's why when you go to Colorado and you're in the marijuana industry, you see all these super high THC counts. 
those plants have been changed over time and bred with different strains and sure. that that's the same um process in hemp there's these different varieties of what are you trying to achieve from this hemp do you want a short plant do you want a tall plant do you want a thick plant because what's your end use are you trying to make oil are you trying to make fiber are you trying yeah. to make food but the milk and stuff, they're like, oh, we're just extracting the proteins or whatever from the to, to make this milk right. product. Mm-hmm. Right. Mixed so, it with so water. So that, that hemp, granted, like she said, a lot of it is international up until this point. I would assume those hemp milks aren't made from hemp strains that are extremely high in CBD. Okay. Those that are, are valuable. Those are unique for, for a different this. purpose. Okay. It wouldn't be useful unless you wanted to sell a high cbd hemp milk which you could that's fine i I suppose that serves a point too and so that like the trash bags that jake's talking about all this other stuff and and the t-shirts and right that's that's made out of just like fibrous material from a certain hemp plant Mm -hmm. is that right they're okay right that's the easiest way to look at it and and hemp um i really encourage everybody to google the five thousand uses for hemp because it will blow your mind i mean we can make eco-friendly paints eco-friendly roofs eco i mean just everything under the sun you can think of. Yep, for the Makeups. Yeah. Like, stop putting the chemicals on your face. Is there an article or, like, resource for that? Like, you said, like... I will try to pull some for you. Okay, but cool. But Google yeah. has lots of... Yeah, you can just Google it now and you'll find all kinds of things. That's our favorite word to tell people because we can't say a whole lot. <laughs> Google yeah. that and you'll find an amazing group. And then, so you have the industrial side and then you have our hemp, um... That we grow our hemp under the 2014 Farm Bill, which um, President Obama signed, which gave states the right to decide if they were going to allow hemp production in their state. And and that's really when hemp came back to, to America. T- yeah. when, when America finally said, okay, there is, we're putting a place for hemp industry to start. Until 2014, it just wasn't here. You could buy hemp products on the market, but they were all coming from international sources. They weren't American-grown hemp. Mm-hmm. So 2014 is really when hemp got reborn in America. And it took a year or two for uh, the first few states to plant, yeah. to start. And Colorado said, okay, you know, and um, so we, our hemp is grown in Colorado under their agriculture department. It's super high quality plant. I mean, yeah, it, it's hemp, but it's, it's grown for this specifically. It's a high quality plant, industrial hemp plant. And um, THC is really low. Um, other cannabinoids, legal cannabinoids and terpenes are really high in it. Um, and so we grow it there. It's extracted there with an extraction, different extraction methods. Everybody has different ones. Um, so we extract and then we're left with this super high quality oil um we call it a phytocannabinoid rich oil and that's what we use in our products um so that's what that's what you're left with and that's kind of the big broad scope of the whole process but um and what states can grow hemp plants now oh, don't man. get me lying i'll send you I an article yeah. on that too <laughs> it but it's not across it's, it's i mean it's, it's not it's across few, so, right? so states over 20 i believe over 25 over 20 have past hemp-related legislation to put some type of program in place for their own states. Whether most of the states are growing or not, probably not. 2018 is going to see a lot of new states with hemp in the ground. Up until this year, it was pretty much Colorado, pretty much that. Um, Kentucky's in the game. Washington's in the game as far as plants in the ground. And then lots of other states too. So we can't grow in Texas. No, no. Okay. In Texas, um, and Texas is going to be extremely slow and hard to change. It ha- you have to get out and vote, people. Texas has to change from the the bottom level. Like it's the yeah. we're the slowest 
slowest state as far as legislation changes. But there's a lot of profit to be made here with just industrial hemp, like not even talking about hemp oil or CBD, like just leave it at the fiber material alone. And Texas has plenty of space to make that happen. Right. So it's only a matter of time. We, I mean, I'm a little more positive about it just because I want, just because I'm like, come on, let's do this. But it's coming no matter what. I hope our farming state is not the last to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. I hope we take advantage <laughs> of it. But it changes all the time. And so it's it's really just keeping up, trying to keep up with what states, who's doing what, what's on the market, you know, what's what's coming out right now, what. Are we, are we okay? <laughs> How, you know, making sure we're still good. So it's just constant. Yeah, I would imagine Texas will come along at least on the industrial side because it's so. I hope so. Business savvy. Um, yeah, I hope and so. friendly. Texas is in a interesting place. Um, less than ten percent of us come out and vote, <laughs> so yeah, we need to make that happen. But on, on the medical side, why why do most people even take CBD? So this is a. A, a tiptoed conversation for us sure. because our products are not regulated. They're believed to have no medical benefit, and we offer no claims. Please thank ask, you, FDA. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Um, please ask Google. Yeah, please Google. Um, so people use, and there's so many. There's a lot of international studies too. I'd like to talk to that. Um, if America wants to be in a stick in the mud on some proactive movements and trials here. Look to the other countries. Some other countries are making massive leeway, headway in research and studies and medical findings. Um, but again, I'm not allowed to quote international studies either. With that, people, we have lots of customers. Personally, I take it. Can I say that? Personally, yeah, you can say anything. We've got the disclaimer out there. The disclaimer's I mean, it's out like, there. It's, a, it's an anti-inflammatory. I mean, you can read about it. It's anti-inflammatory. It's anti-tumor. It's it, just... It, we fall in the, We put ourselves in the ballpark of essential oils. You guys, everybody knows they have value. Everybody knows lavender will help you sleep. X, Y, Z. Um, and that's where we are. We, I use it to help me sleep at night. I have an extremely anxious and restless mind. And I there's a difference there when I take CBD hemp oil in the evening. Um, we have a lot of people like Amber's situation and mine, digestion related, and it's just the CBD is a powerful anti-inflammatory, and it's been proven to that effect. It's been yeah, mine's mine's inflammatory, obviously, because of my digestion issues. Our, our customers range from two-year-olds to ninety-year-olds with every ailment under the sun. Yeah, as crazy a- as that sounds, um, <laughs> yes, yeah. and they take the same oil because it's just a natural supplement. It's the most gentle herb there is on the earth. It just, yeah, it works to bring your body back in balance and find this homeostasis, and that's really what it's doing. We, so that's why it sounds so crazy when we say we have so many different people that take it, that there's just so many different customers and different stories that we hear and read. Yeah. Which, and we can talk maybe a little bit more about the science well, again, I'm not a scientist behind it, but in 1992, I believe 92, that they discovered the endocannabinoid system within all humans. And this is an internal system that science didn't know we had, didn't know we recognized. We didn't learn it in elementary school, but this is just like your digestion and your circulatory. It's another system, and it's called the endocannabinoid system, and its primary focus is homeostasis in the body. So this is the one system that communicates to all the other systems. So rather than treating the symptom or the one system that's out of line, you go to the endocannabinoid system because it's the one that balances all of them. It's mm-hmm. the most efficient system to work with, I yeah. think. And that's that's really 
I guess, the science behind where did the CBD conversation start from? Where did this cannabinoid conversation start with? In 92, they found this system, and our bodies naturally produce two endocannabinoids. They're compounds that are very similar to the CBD compound in plants and these other compounds. Our body produces two of those naturally. Mm-hmm. So this would kind of be like our natural antioxidant capacity yeah. pr- productions like of glutathione yep. and superoxide dismutase. Like like you, can, you can take these supplementally like if yep. you if you need that boost, but you if your body is in a, you know in harmony, you're producing the right amount of glutathione, Perfect. you're producing the right superoxide yep. dismutase mm-hmm. and your body is naturally kind of fighting off exactly. some of this unwarranted yeah. and, and the and the crazy and we've discovered that humans are naturally deficient in cannabinoids. Possibly because our agriculture and none of our diet is supplemented by nature's cannabinoids, so we are chronically deficient. So that's why so many different people take cannabinoids like CBD, and they see these incredible things happen because you didn't even realize your body produces or that you were deficient. Yeah. And yet we all are. Are there ca- ca- cannabinoids other than CBD? Yes. There's a lot. There's, so there's, there's so many. At, what are we at? 80, even, 80 plus cannabinoids in um, the hemp and cannabis plant. Hardly any have been researched. Yeah. or I mean, they know nothing about them. And they've barely began to scratch the surface on how many there are. Other plants make cannabinoids. Hemp and marijuana is not the, same, not the only um, one. Yeah. Um, lots of lots of plants have different cannabinoids. Other plants even make CBD. So it's very, it's, it's nature's medicine. And everybody at the beginning, you know, for years thought cannabinoid is THC, THC. You want to get high. That's that's what this is for. You want to get high. It's like, oh, that's just that's one. There's not, still a lot of that. Too, there's a lot. There? Yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, there's a market for that. I love my THC, but well, there's, I mean, a, there's, there's a, a point people. where it's like, I can't, I don't need that. Like, there's a point where I just want, I don't want that head hi i don't want to feel like that i just want to feel better you know i just you just want the health benefits i want the health benefits i don't want that psychoactive effect and what's amazing is when we started this journey we were all we were all we were going to go into just you know straight cannabis that's that's where our passion was what we wanted but then we thought no like we don't even want that all the time like there's a massive group of people that this that's cannabinoid focus that cbd Um, just reaches so many more but i read an article about a cannabinoid the other week that said and i'm not i don't know exactly which one cbdn or um cbdg there's all different ones is proving to be a bigger anti-inflammatory than cbd and they're just now Hmm. researching it so i mean what's going to happen in the next year the next two years what's going to be the next big cannabinoid i don't think it's going to stop with cbd at all i think it's going to continue to progress we're going to continue to find out what these compounds can do for us individually and it's it's just going to be an amazing Market. Do you think it, it, it's the? So it sounds like the plant itself, you believe, could over time prove to be have basically dozens and dozens of strains for your. You're having this specific yeah. element. Yep. This is a concentration absolutely. for that element. Very much like absolutely. a pharmaceutical plant. It, in absolutely, a way. this is yeah. nature's pharmacy. Like yeah. we have, we went so far for the most complicated wrong answer. Mm-hmm. We just we're not even smart enough to understand how this plant works yet. Like yeah. it's it, it doesn't has, sound like anybody. Is no, no, no. research that needs to be done. Yeah. Israel does I a lot I had of a wonderful good understanding until they started talking about <laughs> it. I was gonna, man, no joke. I mean, the more this goes on, the more confused I get. Yeah, it's not sorry. it's not the lack of your <laughs> explanations. Well, I promise. I not, it's, and uh, we forget we've inundated ourselves just learning this whole market for two and a half years, and it's extremely confusing just to try to explain it so there's always more questions that pop up yeah but i would think most people still probably assume cbd Mm -hmm. probably gets you high is that is that something you come across Um, i would say down here 
Um, maybe in the South, there's <laughs> a little more. an equal division of confusion. Some, okay. Yeah, that's right. fair. Now, when we first met, you guys were over at the office, mm-hmm. and I think you even mentioned your family still think like, oh, they sell weed. Oh, <laughs> like, right? oh like, my gosh. They're yes. in the weed business. We, we joke. That, that's another little caveat of... Yes, being entrepreneurs, our family we we were the Catholic school kids that dropped out of our jobs to become the like satanic drug dealers. <laughs> That's pretty much That's pretty much how they felt. Our fa- yeah, oh, and no. it's like whatever. Uh, so we <clears throat> persevered through even through that and yeah. through the the Catholic guilt. <laughs> through the Catholic guilt, yeah, I dropped that. We're quickly. feeling pretty good. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, that is. I mean, there's a perception that yeah. if it comes from any any type of that plant. Mm-hmm. It's okay. gonna get you high, right? I think it's quickly fading. I mean, I really it do. Is. When yeah. we started this two and a half years ago, we heard it a little more. We don't hear that anymore. I mean, right. people are coming to us with their own ed- information. They're not. Right. They're not coming so much with questions. They're coming with, "This is what I found. Like, what do what do you have?" Um, it's just education. Every day yeah. is education, yeah. and everybody's body responds differently. So, no, I mean, CBD is right. not is not that psychoactive effect, but. You may feel great on it. I mean, it might get you what you the health benefits you're looking for, or it might not. I mean, some people's body just doesn't respond to it. Right. So, yeah, it's I a think we. Uh, I think in the last two three years too, we've seen. I mean, it is it, it's the older population that is our hardest to like yeah. have the conversation with, but they're changing in groves to their opinion even down here. And I think it's because there is you cannot find a single family that hasn't had somebody in their friends or extended family that is sick without answers or that's yeah. in another state that's legal or that there's so many arms of every family that already touches the industry yeah. that the oldest ones, they're changing because it's their family yeah. the ones and they're the most, sick. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. They're some well, of our I used best to believe customers. that CBD didn't get you high. Until it got me high. We talked about this off air the last time y'all were here. Jake had quite the experience. And I'm glad Josh was there to vouch for me on this. You know, because so we went, we were at a show in what? Was that Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost two years ago. A show in Chicago. And through talking with y'all, we've learned this is an international company, right? One of the yes. bigger ones out yeah. there. We don't have to name them. But uh, so they gave us a little sample. We take it back home to College Station. And I don't know why I decided I was like, I'm just going to try it this day. We went to a coffee shop. We were working, and like an hour later, uh, I look over at Josh, and I'm, I've, you know, I smoked in high school and stuff. I know what high feels like. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and I was like, dude, I think, I think I'm high. <laughs> Something's wrong. And like, he's like, yeah, your eyes are pretty red. <laughs> yeah. And then you were even talking like a little slower. You're like, man, I, I. <laughs> I don't feel That's the crazy. same. I don't <laughs> yeah, and this was just a little salve, like a little like under the tongue, mm-hmm. like, you know, salve. Like I said, you know, you just place it under there, and yeah. And then yeah. eyes were bloodshot. Like, like, and then like, when I got in the car and started driving home, that's when I knew because you used to do that a lot in high school too. So you're like, nope, yeah. this is that feeling. Yeah, like definitely that's, high. I, I was like, this is crazy. This. Yeah, so so how is that even possible? Well, um, we won't drop their name or anybody's yeah, yeah. name, but. Our biggest, what we try to educate our customers on in this industry, especially this industry, but all things you put in your body, do your research. Don't trust what's on that label. Don't just, don't just buy the first thing on Amazon. Come on, pay attention, mm-hmm. um, and really pay attention to where your oil is coming from. Try for American. We were really adamant on supplying American oil because. If it's coming from across the ocean, how much oversight can I have on it? What chemicals were used during grow? What, what, whose labs are checking it? All these different 
potential problems the further away the supply gets, I think. Um, so get an American supply. <laughs> Don't buy on a cheesy website. Get lab reports. Yeah, um, ask for lab yeah. reports from the company the, so you can like test the, so you can see that batch. There's sure definitely there no seen it. Oh, cool. I don't know. Maybe your body just wanted to be. I was going to say. You were just like, <laughs> all right, I'm. But there is ready to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we, now, is is there a chance that that product was Not tainted what it or was supposed to be? There could yes. be intentionally had some THC in it. I. I yeah yeah I would, I would speak I, to that too yeah, yeah like intentionally yeah we've seen I, that. I've seen some really crazy things in and will industry. they do that to kind of get the person like oh that was a great product that was a great product you know and yeah, like keep well, coming back I right? feel it yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You see yeah, the same thing in, in pre workouts well, and what we found yeah. too is so yeah. remember spice um y'all, spi- what is spice it's spice like synthetic girls. Spice well girls. spice girls yes no. spice or um what is that crap what called? was that like the synthetic four years the ago synthetic that, that marijuana fake marijuana that was like being sold in smoke shops oh it was like just like yeah. potpourri craft with stuff. Very with dangerous. Very, very dangerous. dangerous. And it's it, it called. I uh, can't remember. We called it spice. We, I thought, but it, but it was synthetic. In, yeah. in essence, it was just fake chemical stuff shoved together. They make. There are synthetic cannabinoids now, so they hmm. can make there are synthetic a, CBD companies. Synthetic out there. CBDs, and oh, I have careful. had more than a couple of people tell me that they make them feel high, but it's not natural. It's something hmm. you're putting a synthetic chemical in you, so I'm sure you do feel funny. Um. But so how can you know if it's an American oil? Is there is there a stamp of approval? No, is there anything? There's that, no stamp of approval. And that's what's hard right now too, because there's not that like just American stamp of approval. I mean, we if the company's not blatantly advertising it, they're not. Yeah. Or be concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there's no stamp of approval. It's really talk common. to the company, send them an email. I mean, a lot of you'll you'll you can Google CBD now or hemp oil, and you'll get. A shitload a ton of, of products that come yeah. up on Google. Right. So, Can they order online, or what's, oh, yeah. what's the ordering process yeah. like there? We can okay. order online. We um we we're available in all fifty states. Um, yeah, happily send online. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, cool. But but most customers too. I mean, you can go into almost every shop down the road from you, whether it be a health food store, a workout shop, or a smoke shop, sunflower shop down the street. I mean, mm-hmm. it's got CBD yeah. on the shelves. Um, yeah, and it's just. Until the industry shakes out a little bit better and get some better oversight, it's really going to be on the customer to do their homework yeah. next year or two. You know, look at that product, go to their website. If they don't have their labs posted, email them. Like, send them an email. They'll get back with you with their lab reports. If they don't, then I don't know. <laughs> you know, think right. about what you're going to put in your body. Try to do as much research as you can. Um, you can tell the, I, I mean, I can tell the crappy looking websites when I go to them and I'm like, oh, what is this? And that was our main battle when I, when we started is I couldn't find anything I trusted online. And so right. it was, a, it was work to source it ourselves and to mm-hmm. really go mm-hmm. to the source and find it. Um, but that's the hard part right now. It's just, you have to be a, a good customer and do your research. And we see a lot of, um, with the industry becoming more popular and people definitely aware now there's been a huge inflow of probably subpar products that are definitely not what they say they're going to be or um or they're they're made from subpar hemp strains not hemp strains that are high in cbd or with the intent of that they're just made from subpar hemp milk strains. To put the CBD on the label, slap CBD exactly. on the label, so sell it as you, a health product. Yeah, what, exactly. I mean, it does. It definitely seems like the Wild West category of our time right now so for the is, next. It is. The last is, couple of years and maybe the next decade. Yeah. Next decade. Um, this I is, think this whole natural supplement area is this weird Wild West because the government wants to try to control <clears> it somehow. 
And how are you going to control something that's so natural that that is literally in every plant? And so that's yeah, that's how we feel. It's this wild west because it's definitely a wild west, which always opens itself west. up to to deceptiveness. Yeah, you know, you exactly. mentioned Amazon too. I don't I don't know yep. if CBD products are on Amazon mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. They've tried to do a better job of regulating mm-hmm. consumables in the supplement category and health category, but you know, we we know for sure there there are a number of products. Um, even in our category, other categories, I'm sure the CBD category, that a lot of people could just launch a product on Amazon, sell oh, it, and yeah, list yeah. it, and Amazon has no idea, no idea what's in that product. And there, there was, there's been no verification uh, process mm-hmm. up until this point. They yeah. started to try to roll some of that out, but that's, that's going to take a lot of yeah. time. Yeah, so, like, what are, what are some of the red flags people can look for when shopping CBD? So, I mean, is there a price point? Or? Well, that's a good point. If something, if you're visiting our website, and if what you're using... If one if, if it doesn't work or you feel like you got nothing out of that product, don't knock it. Like reconsider the brand. We deal with a lot of customers who were their second or third company and now they're lifetime customers because what yeah. they were using before just didn't work. So trust your gut. Like if it's working for enough people, give yourself some few company tries if it's not working. Then watch the price point. If you're using something drastically cheaper than ours, you're using something drastically less potent than ours. It's just the truth. Whatever the label is telling you. Yeah. Because now we're down that avenue of what was the starting hemp strain? Were you using a CBD potent strain or not? And usually they're not. So if the price point reflects that, it's just going to be less potent. That doesn't mean it won't work, but you might need to take 30 servings to our serving or vice versa for the same effect. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah, we so, keep our prices super competitive as much as we can because we know, because I want to help as many people as possible. Right. I mean, that's in sure. goal. And, and, that's, and it is expensive because it's not covered by insurance. And so it, it does start to add up if you are a chronic person and you need to take X, Y amount, you know, every month. It, it does start to add up. So price, yeah, definitely question price point. If you're if you're buying yeah. a bottle, a thousand milligram bottle for 40, 50 bucks, it's not, what are you it's buying? Not yeah, it's not. It's not American um, oil. But then I would also say other red oil. flags. So <laughs> <laughs> and you, that's the thing too is yeah. like the hemp oil that you see in grocery stores, like hemp oil, salad yeah. oil, that you olive know, oil that just you like olive with. oil, mm-hmm. pistachio oil, whatever. People think that that's CBD too, and you know, and that's what's scary. Is there's no, there's really no CBD, high CBD content in that. It's it's industrial hemp oil that you yeah. use for your salad. So be careful <laughs> what you're buying. Right. We um, I think you can trust your insight instinct when you're looking at them too. If it, obviously, if it looks like a cheesy website that was built in the last two months, it probably was because <laughs> a lot of these companies are flooding yeah. right now, and they um. You'll notice we tiptoed around the FDA and claims and everything because we have worked this industry for three years and we understand how to politely play correctly as best we can. Um, And so when you go to some websites that tell you anti-cancer everywhere, they're not going to be around a whole long time. That's that's just not how this industry plays. So beware of that because they're they're not cautious to the extent we are. Mm -hmm. Um, So check your sourcing if possible. Check your lab reports. Check your Make store. Sure I mean, go down the street. If you have up. a store that you're comfortable with and they're selling it, I mean, talk, talk to, to the manager and talk, and talk to, to your family. Somebody in your family has probably tried it and they have some insight. Yeah. What um regarding the application, you guys sell oil, right? Is mm-hmm. it? Do you only sell oil? I mean, for for the we like have, medical benefits. So for the hemp oil, um, you can take it a few different ways if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Um. So 
most common or what most people will find other people using are daily drops you put under your tongue. They have the consistency of olive oil. You just put it, hold it under your tongue, swallow it. You can cook with it, put it in, drink, whatever. It's really easy to consume. Or there's capsules. Um, and a lot of people like capsules because everybody's familiar with taking pills. Yeah. And easy. there's no taste. Those are the most common for people, our customers who take the hemp oil on the daily um, for whatever their situation may be. Um, and now those oils, the daily drops, they go from 100 milligrams up to 1,000 milligrams, and it's all the same sized bottle. So that kind of confuses people. The 100 milligrams is our lowest strength of CBD hemp oil. The 1,000 is the most potent. So what do you have going on? How strong of a serving do you need to take? Um, the average customer buys our 250 milligram natural or coconut tincture. Mm-hmm. Um, the coconut daily drops are also pet friendly. So we talked about a second ago that pets respond the exact same way to cannabinoids and hemp. So if your pet has any inflammation, anxiety, just any issues that you might have. Yeah, just put a few drops pet. on their food or yep. something. Put it in their food. My Jake, dogs love it. Jake's a perfect candidate, or I should say, his dog is. Uh, oh my god! Do you god. have a bad dog? <laughs> Especially right now, the weather we're having down here. <laughs> she's uh, she's the typical pit bull. Oh, and, that's uh, right. So it's either like super calm, chill, or just like totally neurotic, Crazy. you know. <laughs> and anytime it storms a little bit, she is she like needs hemp oil. trembling, panting, and I don't get any sleep. I've tried everything with her. I will bring you hemp oil for her. She needs yeah. some hemp oil. Yeah. I give it to my pit bull mix for, um, I actually put it directly on her skin because she gets skin rashes. Um, Dude, yeah. this could be your magic bullet. Yeah. I give it to our blue healer <laughs> who's nervous on stuff. car rides. Yeah, I mean. And her dogs will eat it like right out of the dropper. They love it. My they think it's candy. Cats, and so they're pissy about it and they get it on their food and when they get hungry enough, they'll they'll eat it all. But <laughs> no, they're, they're just... Weird about the <clears throat> Let's see. Um, so those are our, those are our ingestible yeah. options. What most people most people who are looking for CBD hemp oil for daily use that's what they're searching for. Um, now we also have some great skincare, topical massage oils. Um, the whole bath aisle is covered. Um, if you want a massage, that's great for any kind of muscle fatigue mm-hmm. or. Um, yeah, the massage oil, we say? have like a massage oil and a salve, like a, we have a oil one and then a thicker one. So whatever consistency you want, those are awesome for inflammation. It's our grandpa uses them and he, uh, <laughs> he's our biggest fan. Yeah. Um, he, rheumatoid arthritis amongst other things, he's old Vietnam vet. I mean, hmm. everything under the sun. We do and, have a lot of athletes now that has started to kind of like pick up on it because it's because of the anti-inflammatory and they do it post, a, um, post-workout kind of stuff. Um, that's yeah that's good our bath bombs are our personal favorites and big sellers um, if you're a bath person they have 20 milligrams of CBD in them which it's just extremely relaxing and muscle repairing mm-hmm. so anybody really that's cool that, yeah very cool um, try that out yeah those do well um, and our brand new skincare line for anybody who's interested male yeah. friendly too when we started <laughs> when I when I got so sick too one of my things that came up on my food test was a chemical test and it made me realize, you know, take a step back and realize how many chemicals in every daily product that you use, not from your deodorant to your makeup to your toothpaste. It's horrifying. To your you, shampoo. To I yeah. mean, and then when Everything. I get this list and they're like, you can't use any single product that you've used for 28 years, like done. You can't, you can't put it on your skin. It made me realize 
everything's toxic, like my makeup. And so that's why we wanted, and we were using the CBD oil on our skin and our breakouts personally. And so we thought, okay, you know, there's a, there's this massive shift to organic natural products and how can we incorporate CBD in this? So we really developed a skincare line that was focused on all natural ingredients. There's no toxic chemicals or preservatives in there. Um, and we added the hemp oil and the CBD in there and it's, it's amazing. So that's, that's kind of our net, you know, we have the ingestible line, but then we also have this whole other section of the company that's just developing. Very cool. Yeah. What's the name of that? Um, that's, it's still all under holistic hemp company. It's just our skincare line. Um, it's all on the same website right now. We're trying to work on website things, but that I thought you kind of had another another company. <laughs> so we also so Holistic Kemp yeah. started, and all that has transpired, and now we have just I guess birthed our second business child, Sundancer. Sundancer, and that is our Fort Worth um, local business that is based around our bigger concept of all things holistic and being that source of insight for the community. So whether you want to come talk about food or diet or essential oils or hemp or Reiki and energy work, we are that business for you to come talk to and shop at, please. So that was the second business out of all my fear of everything that is killing us in this world (laughs) from food to the pollutants. That's where that came from. Mm -hmm. Very cool. We need the source. People started coming to us and asking where do we go for these? Where do I go for therapies? this or for that? And how do I get this? Where do I buy essential oil? And and I'm I do an insane amount of research on companies and where things come from. And I'm very weird about what I put in my body. And so why not share that with as many people as we possibly can? And that's kind of where we have found like my passion is educating as many people on holistic health care in general. Like you can change your whole life around if you right. want to. Yeah. And mine is just on stirring the pot because <laughs> <laughs> pissed off. things are just not working. But we need to change a whole lot of programs here. Well, and, and you mentioned it's, um, I mean, Amber, like there's so much around us, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the bath products, everything we eat, things we drink drink out of, things yeah. we eat yeah. off of. Um, you mentioned earlier, like yep. people test positive like for high levels of plastic, plastic. in their system. There's a documentary I watched like a year or two ago where... They were do- uncovering a lot of this stuff, the chemical and big agriculture and, mm-hmm. and all the runoff and how it all feeds together to like, well, what are we going to do with these chemicals? We can't put them in the water. Let's make a product out of it. That's what happens. Yeah. It's like, you know, and then so that way you just consume it again and then it just kind of leaches back into the system. Right. Um, let's not dump the barrels into the river. Yeah. We'll just like kind of find a way to put it back into you. spread it out amongst the community. <laughs> yeah. Use no, this weed killer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put it yeah. in fluoride. I mean, none of it makes sense. And there me. was, a, they tested this baby that mm. was literally a week old and it tested positive for 27 chemicals in its system. It just born, just you know, born. because what's, what's coming through the mom, when then, she's carrying the child yeah. and and then yeah, you add in the vaccine and how's that it, child and go there. how is that child going to develop like yeah. that what kind of trauma and weight are you putting on that child what's going to happen in the next 20 years i mean where is our population going when everybody seems to be toxic mm-hmm. and sick yeah. and it's it's scary it's it's terrifying to me to see what's going to happen but, but we are, have to change right people are waking up and they're talking and they're looking for other answers they're, they're listening yeah. to these podcasts. AR yeah. and virtual reality, and they're just going to have some avatar. I know. Yeah. I just, just <laughs> run through plug life for them. Exactly. Yeah. We'll be fed through a straw in this chair, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd rather do that than actually change their health. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's what blows my mind, is from being so sick and laying on that bathroom floor, and like just not 
it nothing made sense to me because I was so sick and I didn't want to go in, on. But these people are okay with that and they're okay with feeling like that because they want to go down and eat their fast food. I remind Amber, it's, <laughs> you can't, nobody will, <laughs> There's a disconnect. nobody will appreciate it until it's in their own backyard. Until it's yeah. you and I really, that's why I encourage you go out and vote and change it because I really hope the system is changed or fixed by the time you need it. Because it's not gonna, it's not here for the people who need it now. And what if that was you? Yeah, yeah. There's all those big wake up calls. Mine was as soon as I quit the job and said "fuck it" and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was horrible. Both, I remember. I mean, we both I exactly had, used those words on was, our. I had <laughs> my last paycheck in my account that was supposed to last for two months. I mean, and my husband had a job and was employed, but I mean, we definitely split things equally. And we had just moved into this big house and all this stuff, and. I remember having like $1,018 left in my account and that was it. Like that had to last me two months and I had a flare and I freaked out and I had a massive, a big investor meeting, like a big one where we were really excited about and we had to be, I, nobody could knew together. I was sick or, you know, nobody could knew that my life was falling apart because we needed this business to take off. And I called the doctor and I said, I need something to get me through the next two days. Like I'm not going to make it. And I was very against pills and I don't take any medicine. I mean, I'm very against pharmaceuticals. But I was, that was it. And I, he called something into the pharmacy. I went in to pick it up. And they said, that will be $1,011. And I, and I had insurance. And I went, what? Like, that's all the money I had in my account. Oh like, my that gosh. was it. And that was a big, that was to me, that was the light bulb. Point. Like, that was the deciding point. Like, I am done. Like, the pills aren't going to fix me. The doctors aren't going to fix me. Because I remember calling him back and going, uh, you need to give me something else. <laughs> that is within, a, like, a relatively reasonable price range. And that doctor said, uh, no, that's it. Good luck. Um, call me on Monday. Must Check in on Monday. Stuff. Yeah. And I was oh my gosh. so pissed off and baffled and I don't know how we made it through that meeting. You I came home and drank like a, a bottle of himself. basket case. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean there's there's definitely key moments throughout this whole process and entrepreneurial process that has shifted who we are and really created this business and it's only continuing. Like I'm excited to see what the next five years is gonna hold for this whole industry. Yeah, I'm sure it'll look a whole lot different. Yeah, it'll look different. It'll look different tomorrow <laughs> and the next day and probably next month. Well, yeah. I think most people get on board with CBD. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, think so. especially when they first listen about it, learn about it. Like, that's kind of an easy thing to get on board with. Right. But what about, what about the marijuana side of things? Legalization? Yeah. Okay. Well, how are we going to get there? Um, well, Texas is one of the interesting states as well. The Texans' population, we cannot vote just to have legal, like, Y'all can't just all come together and say we want marijuana and it's legalized. Yeah, it it has to like change that. through the House and Senate and the governor process. And that only changes if they're supporting our opinions. And they don't at the moment. At least uh, some of them don't. Um, I think legalization... Shoot, I, I think we're at almost 30 states across the United States that have some form of legalization marijuana. And it's coming. It's You can't put the cat back in the yeah. bag. Like, it's here. I, for us, it's... Is it going to be federal first or Texas first? Yeah. Which, that's where we're standing. Like, what's going to happen first? Is the federal government going to come out into all this hassle and debacle at all these gray areas and say, we're legal. Hemp's legal. Marijuana's right. legal. We are done. We are legal. Um, I think that's going to happen yeah. really right. soon and really fast. I would like. Even with our current yeah. administration. I would hope I that Texas would do it first to profit on some of that headway. Mm-hmm. But but whether the people like it or not, it's here. It's yeah. You can't deny the fact that it's a legitimate medicine now for so many people. And the arguments are really bubbling up. as, And they've always been there, but the 
the rational brains are waking up to the argument and saying, you can have your alcohol, that's fine, but how can you regulate this? Or how can you prescribe so many prescriptions that we have an opiate epidemic and this hemp and cannabis community <laughs> is negating a lot of that? So I think the... Because yeah. they, they don't have their tentacles around it. You they know? don't. Exactly. They can't control they it. They can't control it. Yeah. And with, I mean, and with that being said, like I'm, I'm pro full legalization of everything, honestly. like I think drugs need to be legal and we need to fix this problem from the bottom up. I and mean, it's... Stop arresting people for drug addictions and their problems, and we need to treat this. Yes, and if, that's everything. Yes. But I mean, it needs to be regulated too. I mean, what's being pumped out in the market with these high potent THC dab oils and all this stuff? I mean, it needs to be regulated to some extent. Right, I mean, and these sprays and stuff like some of yeah, these are dangerous. Some of right. them, and then and you're not respecting what the plant's purpose on this plant is. is. I mean, there like, needs to be a respect for the plant, and when yes. you are hyping up an oil to eighty percent THC or something ridiculous. That is not Come on, point. like what's the purpose? Yeah, like so, you hear a lot. Like this is not what I smoked at Woodstock. No, back in it's the day. not. <laughs> you hear that a lot. Oh, <laughs> I've heard it from a yeah, few people. Okay. <laughs> Who are you hanging stuff, out with? I mean, that's the stuff that right. I want well, that needs to be watched. And and, and, they, and those problems with markets <clears throat> generally, if we allow <sighs> a market to operate, shake themselves out. If you open legalization and you give some form of regulation, like. The lore of doing illegal things or doing high those things are not is not there anymore. Once you take yeah, away the away. yeah, so you think make it legal, make it taxable, tax it. I mean, like please take the money. <laughs> yes, buy this yeah. government needs to be regulated debt. because it's a joke. I mean, it's it's really a joke. These illegal states. It, it's, there it's there are yeah, there are families that have served. I mean, there are families that have been in jail. There are people that have been in jail for these things Mm -hmm. for years and years and years. People who don't know their kids, whose families were taken apart on, on maybe other convictions too, but you can't deny that marijuana is a large factor of a lot of our prison population. So I tell those people to get ready because it's coming no matter if they want it or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I think there's a lot of probably closet, you know, users out there. Oh, we call you it know? the cannabis closet. That's yeah. what we love. <laughs> oh, really? Please, please come out. Please talk to your friends. <laughs> They're all doing it too. Oh my gosh, that's been the funniest part of this entire journey is doing these like, <laughs> just educating in shows and trying to educate and sell our product. And you have like an 80 year old grandpa that comes up to us and goes, I love my marijuana. Like, and it's just, <laughs> they just want to tell everywhere. somebody. They just yeah. want to talk about it. They want to feel normal. They don't want to feel like they're doing something bad because it's not. It's medicine. They're feeling it's to help them and to make right. them feel mm-hmm. better. Um, you know, and on that level, I like I said, I'm a proponent for legalizing everything. Psychedelics yeah. needs to be needs to be studied. I mean, it is, and it's only a matter of time before yes. we really start incorporating um, certain psychedelics into treatments and PTSD and all of that. It's coming, and I cannot wait for there's, that market. There's either. so many helpful, less harmful mm-hmm. thing available options that people so. just need the right to to know about them. People don't even know these things exist. Yeah. So marijuana is a start. I'm, yeah, the psychedelic community is taking off. MAPS is a great yeah. organization that everybody should go and follow and support um, as another avenue of holistic health and fixing yourself. So Very cool. Well, yeah. I'll have pissed off people soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said, because we, um, we have a friend, he, he owns a gym, and they had like their uh, once a year kind of anniversary party, and uh, he, he partakes at night, helps him sleep, and he, was, uh, he said he got caught by one of his, like, his members there, <laughs> and they're like, Oh, you smoke too? <laughs> and it was like eighty plus percent of the people there, uh-huh. and they all like were smoking together. Apparently, yep, right, you know. Yep. And and even that, what a wonderful thing! If that many people are doing it behind closed doors, <laughs> let's 
build a community on that. <laughs> like that's something for a community to talk yeah. about. <clears throat> but yeah. the psychedelics, that's a whole other conversation, yeah, I, I mean, feel that's like. it's just huge. It's, yeah. It'll be great. It's, I mean, it's coming. And if, if you think just the world word psychedelic freaks you out or those are terrible substances, and if if we legalize marijuana, then everything else is to come. Well, I it's a gateway so. drug. It's a, it's a gateway <laughs> drug to health. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, yeah, it's such a loaded conversation right. when you get yeah. into that. But, but when you really in, start figuring out the research and people start doing their research and and hearing the stories and what's happening and and the controlled environments they're doing these studies in it's it's incredible what sure. what are your thoughts on like the argument of marijuana like demotivates people cuz i mean i've seen that in oh, my, yeah. like my own friends and stuff in high school that would right. that would do it a lot and do you think it's more of a maturity issue like not understanding what the product is not how to use it or do you think some people just mistreat it on a on a daily basis. Where they're like, because a lot of people view marijuana users as they're smoking, sitting in mom's basement playing video games yeah, right. all day. Lazy loser. I think yeah. a lot. The biggest factor of that is it depends on the person, and we have um, manipulated the plant like we've talked about as far as these super high potencies. So it's not really the same high anymore. We've manipulated, and everybody is so different. If we understood the plant, and people could get varieties and strains specific to their issues then it would be better because some people i've I've known people that it did not work for that they could not function a productive nine to five schedule if they were high where other people they can't make it through their nine to five unless they are high Mm -hmm. because their brain works completely different so on that note is there does cannabis work in the way that if i if i were to smoke say 50 percent thc concentration Am I going to become numb to that over time where I'm like, I'm going to need 60 and then yeah. 70 and then I does that so. happen? I, I think, mean, I think the so. general, okay. I would say the general consensus is you do build the tolerance to the THC content as far as that level of what makes you high and you keep getting higher and higher. But the interesting thing, a lot of people will tell you about cannabis that have used regularly or developed some kind of dependence. It's not the same like where it, Let's talk about opiate addictions. That's not something you can stop for two or three days and then return to a very low um, threshold. Mm-hmm. Where cannabis, most people will tell you, built this tolerance. I use it all this. You stop using it for a few days and that tolerance is negated or significantly negated, usually. Um, yeah, and, and it's, yeah, every person's different. It's how you can handle yourself and substances. Right. And, and, I, and your body. Yeah. But no, I do agree that some people it just doesn't work for, right. and and yeah, and when what do you what are you using? What are you smoking? And do you have the luxury of being in a legal state where you can walk in and pick out the right. specific mm-hmm. strain for you and what you need? Most people don't have that luxury, and it's right. whatever they get down the street, and that sucks because it's yeah, you don't right know, and you. you don't know if you can function or if it's going to give you anxiety. It's so funny because I mean, I loved my cannabis and THC in my younger years, and it got me through a lot. It helped with me and my ADD and my anxiety and all of that. But then something happened and it's like you you hit this age and it's not the same and maybe it's just the way it is now. But yeah, no, it doesn't help like it used to. And everybody's different. And at some point, you just don't need it anymore. And I think, yeah, the the system, we can't have a system or a regulatory system that tries to decide if it's good or bad for people or not. Like the fact that it's harmful on large scales and large... Mm -hmm large situations because just, I'd say you can't that, regulate yeah. it then it's up to the person I'd to say decide the same for alcohol yeah. at that point like yeah. y'all know the risk of alcohol you decide <laughs> yeah you if decide. you behave reasonably or not <laughs> have you guys tried um 
<clears throat> microdosing at all? Experiment with any of that? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. I think all that will come out in time too, you know, when there's more research yeah. done and how to do it appropriately. But he, yeah, it's to me, I see no difference from it with from somebody taking their pharmaceuticals every day because they need to get through the day because yeah. they can't wake up, they can't function. I see it no different. You're just dosing with a different substance, a, a much healthier substance. I mean, most mm-hmm. of the time. So to me, I have a really hard time. I just can't understand why somebody would say that's so bad and wrong, right. but I'm going to go pop my Xanax and my anti-anxiety I medicine. would much rather all of our money, I think the country would 100% be safer and better off if all of our money spent on pharmaceutical-like regulations and controls and all of that money was spent taken away from marijuana. Go regulate our food. Go go make sure there's real food and coming into our, I mean. Yeah, but no, I mean, I'm a, yeah, proponent of microdosing. There need it only a couple more. I mean, yeah. more time, more studies. The next ten, fifteen years is going to mm-hmm. look insanely different than our current situation, and I cannot wait for that. Yeah, well, I've heard Tim Ferriss say that he he knows firsthand that there's like ninety percent of the CEOs out there in Silicon Valley are microdosing every day with psychedelics. Every every day. I mean, it's there's amazing <laughs> research coming out on psychedelics and what it can do for the brain, and I mean beyond PTSD, beyond stress, beyond anxiety. I mean, just major resetting functions of the brain and yeah, basically I mean, like grows neural pathways where, yeah yeah and new development mm-hmm. and makes you see things in a completely different light than what you're used to and what's wrong with that <laughs> and then why is anybody going to tell me that i can't do that yeah. if i want to do that that's what right. um infuriates me it's just we just need to break down the barriers and get the system set up so it's safe and mm-hmm. effective right. for everybody to do it but yeah, you have these major CEOs leading massive companies that are... Yeah. How do you think they got there? Yeah. yeah, Functioning just fine. The limitless pill. Yeah. Oh, the limitless <laughs> pill. Yes. Biohacking, all, yeah. that, all that stuff. I mean, I like the biohacking stuff. I mean, that's different than microdosing, but I yeah. really do like that whole approach too. Yeah. Well, this has been a blast. I mean, we love your message, you know, love what you're doing. I think overall the message is absolutely like put health in your own hands, yeah. you know? Don't, uh, don't rely on your doctors. Don't rely on the government, you know, understand what you're, well, you know, I mean, understand what you're putting in your body, understand the food you're getting, understand, you know, what's happening inside your body. Like go to one of these third party blood work companies. There are a million out there. We can put a few in the show notes for you. Um, and just put your health in your own hands, you know, Mm -hmm. do your research. Don't just buy the first thing you see. Do your research. And stir the pot. (laughs) Talk to people. Yeah. Thanks. We really appreciated being here. I like yeah. it. I guess we're going to title this one the wild, the wild west of supplements. I like <laughs> yeah, it. Those are so I many, like it. There's so many other conversations that could stem. I like the name, the cannabis corner. I think that might the be can- their next show. The their cannabis pod, closet. Their podcast, you know, the, the cannabis closet. closet. Yeah, can you use closet. your room yeah. here? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make it Awesome, guys. This has been fun. So, where can people find y'all? Um, find us online at holistichempcompany.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, please. And then also come check us locally if you're ever in the Fort Worth community at Shop Sundancer. We're located on 1300 Hemp Hill. You can't miss us. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but we sell our products too across um, the United States, so you can find us in various stores um, throughout. But yeah. Sweet. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys.